The Anniversary, Copyright Serenumerity 2018. May 1st, 2018. I had just finished making dinner and was setting the table for two. Emma was coming over to celebrate our one month anniversary. Everything was going according to plan. I had the CD player going. Frankie Valley was crooning and I was whistling along while holding up a YouTube video on my phone to ensure I had the place setting just right. Emma's kind of a refined girl and I didn't want to look boorish by setting the salad fork beside the dessert spoon or some equally ridiculous gaffe. Yes, it was a four-course meal. This is the first time I've cooked a four-course meal. This is also the first time I've cooked a meal for someone who isn't related to me. I headed back to the kitchen, casually greeting my family on the way. I suppose I was obsessed with Emma and having, having everything just right for her because it took a few minutes for the implication of their presence to percolate. When I came back to find the four of them still staring at me with their mouths open, I didn't feel at all bad about my being slow on the uptake, but this didn't change the fact that I had to get rid of them. Fast. Emma was due in half an hour. Mud. Mother, I started with the person least likely to make an appearance. Mud, mother, I started with the person least likely to make an appearance on a weeknight at 7 p.m. What, what are you doing here? I tried to play it cool and come off glib, but I was feeling pretty frantic underneath the surface. I live here, she reminded me. Since when, I asked, and she rolled her eyes. Anyway, you can't stay. None of you can stay. I'm entertaining, so... I made the shooing away gesture, indicating that all four of them should take a hike. Oh my God! Allison was staring at the dinner table, open-mouthed. I felt like a right fool when I took in the red tablecloth, subdued lighting, placemats for two, candles, and flower vase in the center. Up until that moment, I had been viewing my preparations through Emma's eyes, and it had looked majestic. Just the sort of thing she'd like. But now, I was looking at it through my family's eyes and it looked patently absurd. Like as if their youngest member was playing at being grown up, having a tea party or something. I was glad I hadn't lit the candles yet. You cooked for her? Stevie asked incredulously. It's a special occasion, I defended myself. What? She grinned at me. To my own irritation, I found myself blushing. One month anniversary, I muttered like it was no big deal. Allison prepared to squeal. One month? Now mom was all interested. Yeah, look, I rubbed the back of my neck. Don't take this the wrong way, but please go anywhere else. It's really going to kill the mood if she comes here and finds you all waiting to ambush her. But I want to meet her, mom entreated. Me too. Allison was squeezing her hands together and looking all starry-eyed. Don't you young people need a chaperone? Stevie cocked her head to one side. I looked at Dad, who totally and completely failed to help a guy out. He just stood there, grinning like a goofball. Is that my wedding china? Mom suddenly asked, eyeing the table. Well, I doubt if you were planning to use it, I scoffed. Her jaw dropped and she gaped at me. I rolled my eyes. It's just the good china, Mom, I set her mind at rest. The good china! Allison breathed ecstatically. I'm hungry. Stevie lifted the lid off the main course. Stop that, that is not for you. I quickly replaced the lid while snatching dinner rolls out of Allison's hands. Spaghetti, creative, Stevie mocked. No points for originality. Girls, mom remonstrated. I'm sure it tastes delicious. And I'm sure there's enough for all of us. She beamed at me.
I was about to protest when Mom's cell phone buzzed. She looked down at it and her face fell. Mine, on the other hand, lit up. Mom looked up and saw me. Wipe that smirk off your face, she scolded. Duty calls, I intoned. Frequently. Henry, I want a full debriefing, she instructed Dad before departing. Dad grinned at me. I'm free as a bird, he announced. It's as if the words bro code mean nothing to you, I informed him. He came to his senses. All right, girls, he said, picking up his keys. Let's go to the movies. My treat. Come on. His voice rang above their protests. But I want to see her, Allison whined. Can't we just stay long enough to make sure she's real? Stevie demanded. Can't I just see what she's wearing? Allison entreated. Dad ushered them to the door. He turned around at the last minute. She has to be out of here by 12, he said. No problem, I said, relieved. My curfew is midnight, so it made sense. We exchanged a comradely smile. Have a good time, he said, um, within reason. The girls were whining at mom on the doorstep, and she was attempting to pacify them. Dad took his time closing the door, so I heard their exchange. We want to see her, they chorused. I have to know what she's wearing, Allison declared. Shh. I could picture mom placing a finger to her lips. If we take our time leaving, we might be able to see her arrive. I had my phone to my ear now, having already dialed James's cell. Hey, James, I said, circle whatever block you're on, will ya? I'll give you the green light when my family leaves. Thanks, man, I hung up. There was a pause, and then I heard mom say incredulously, Our son has a James? <laughs>